0: beyond the mic with sean dylan we're joined on the starline by an author who's written a very powerful book the names places have been changed to protect the innocent but more importantly the guilty the cautionary tale is canaries among us we welcome kayla taylor
1: hi sean thank you so much for having me
0: kayla let's go beyond the mic you've kept the basic story you've changed names the names of your family and the community you said in the beginning of your book that this is not a gotcha book It's not a revenge tale, but should people be warned about schools like the one your child attended?
1: I suppose we could have that outlook, and especially if this was a one-off situation. But what I think is happening is I think bullying is more common than people realize, and it happens in every school. The issue is not, you know, necessarily that it happens, um, but when people negligently respond to it. And I think that happens more often than we realize, not necessarily because people are evil or cruel, but maybe because they're not well-equipped to understand what bullying is or the lifelong ramifications.
0: Are schools turning a blind eye to bullying, and what do you think they get out of doing so?
1: I think it's a complicated issue. I think no school would tell you they are willfully turning a blind eye But I can tell you also that several families are experiencing bullying and they feel like they're banging their head against the wall trying to get it addressed. Again, I, I think part of the problem is that people don't really understand what bullying is.
0: My own daughter was bullied in middle school and she changed mentally, physically, emotionally. She's a totally different woman. Today, because of the bullying allowed at her school.
1: I hear you, and I, I heard your anger and frustration at the opening of this conversation, and I completely understand it and find it 100% justified. You are right. these um, There's actually a lot of data showing that the ramifications are lifelong. So it's really important that we address them, and, I, and I'm so sorry for what you've experienced. Unfortunately, far too many people do. Uh, estimates are that about 20-30% to 30% of children experience bullying, the so most don't report it because I think the belief is that uh, primarily that the word the adults won't handle the issue competently and it might even subject them up to further bullying. But bullying is the act of repeatedly and intentionally causing physical and or emotional harm to another person with less power. And it takes many forms, physical, cyber, verbal, social, uh, and I think what people don't fully appreciate, but the experts insist, is that it's a form of victimization. And as such, it has really significant consequences. Uh, you alluded to some, so, so I might just dive in there and, and continue the line of thinking. Bullying obviously causes social I- isolation and then therefore low self-esteem. And that can easily induce stress-related ailments like headaches, stomach aches, or problem sleeping, and mental health issues like anxiety or depression. The issues can actually be quite severe, so the consequences can be quite severe. I found one study out of Harvard, a report that said that male uh, bullying targets are 18 times more likely to experience suicidality, and female targets are almost 27 times more likely to have panic disorders. So I don't mean to uh, be alarmist here and say every child who is bullied will experience these things, but there is a tie. And if we are going to be a kind, compassionate uh, society and have strong communities, especially for our children, we need to address the bullying when it happens because the consequences are significant and lifelong.
0: Canaries Among Us is the book. Author Kayla Taylor joins us beyond the mic. Kayla, you weren't trying to make a buck off your story but try and help others by donating the profits of the first edition of the book to organizations advocating for neurodiversity and mental health. Why?
1: I just can't think of a better use of the funds. After what we've experienced for multiple years, um, I decided that I needed to write a story for other families. And part of it was I felt somewhat of a moral obligation. When we were going through our experience, I felt so incredibly isolated and alone. You know, it, it was debilitating, and when, after many years and a lot of research and a lot of effort, I was able to get my family to a better place, but then I looked around and saw so many other families dealing with these issues, and I, I wanted to provide to them what I didn't have for myself, which was a story that helped me know I wasn't alone, and then I also try to weave in research that helps with advocating for your child, because, we all have feelings and they're all relevant, but unfortunately people often negate our experience, especially if they feel like it's not the norm. And, but it's harder to be negated when you have the facts on your side. So I wanted to include those.
0: What's the important lesson you want shared from Canaries among us?
1: So this this book is a very candid and personal view of what it's like to raise a child struggling with learning differences, bullying, and anxiety. Um, in addition to those, there you know, those often have followed on issues of bias, victimization, and isolation. But I also wanted to work towards themes of compassion, repair, belonging, and justice. And, you know, I basically wrote this, the personal story of me getting to understand all of those uh, issues and working towards those themes. And I think at the end of the day, when I, after going through so much thinking and deliberating about what was going on here, I decided that there actually was a consistent theme, and that is if we can all learn to appreciate and celebrate one another's differences, which is different than what we're doing right now. We are stuffing kids in boxes and expecting them all to be the same and considering them uh, weird or not unnormal or, uh, you know, any host of, of negative words if they don't fit in. I wanted to celebrate those differences. You know, there's a lot of talk about tolerance, and that, that's a great thing. Tolerance is good. But I feel like we should be doing more than tolerating one another. Wouldn't it be more fun if we celebrated one another? So that's ultimately my big lesson learned is to appreciate and celebrate even the quirkiest among us because life's a lot more interesting and actually fuller and more valuable with the contributions of a wider variety of people.
0: You're protecting your own child and yet others are dismissive of your child's feelings.
1: Right. But I think if you read the book, you'll see I very much talk about other people's children. And I'm even protected of the children who bullied my own children. You know, I don't out their names in the book. And I speak with them with, them with a, a fair amount of compassion. You know, these children didn't become aggressive out of nowhere. Nope. When they bullied, you know, there were many opportunities to help them learn to be more social and, and, and better uh, members of our community. So true. And I, I actually think it's more the adults missing the mark, the fact that these were bad children. So I'm really trying to advocate for all children with any sort of differences, not just my own, uh, throughout the book.
0: And you walked away from several situations when the adults weren't listening. It's time for One Big Question with Kayla Taylor beyond the mic. Kayla, she couldn't sleep, chewed her hair, and you finally had to put your child on medications to soothe the issues from bullying. But I want to know, how is she today?
1: (laughs) Thank you for asking. She is doing much better. Uh, I would actually say she's thriving. Um, We were fortunate in that we were able to find uh, a different environment that supported and honored her differences. And she, she really is just thriving. But one thing I'd like to point out is that, again, we were fortunate. Not all families can leave their local school. There are many single working parents out there who don't have the option of fleeing. And by the way, the option of fleeing wasn't fun. I had to leave my whole community and my home and everything I knew and my whole family did. Um, so I, it, it's not something I enjoyed, but it was better than staying in a toxic environment. And some families don't have that option, which is one of the main reasons I'm speaking with you today. Uh, I'm hoping to raise awareness so that when bullying happens, we can address it appropriately so uh, kids don't have to flee school or just go to school and be unprotected every day. Um, my hope is to, to build a kinder community.
0: Author Kayla Taylor wants you to read Canaries Among Us. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Sean. I really appreciate it.
0: And that, my friends, is a on the Mic Shortcut.